so much to talk about in BC politics this morning. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun is with us. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simeon. I hear you talking about cats and dogs. May I give you my favorite line about cats and dogs? Of course you may. Go ahead. Anna Quinlan, who is a novelist and also a longtime Mm -hmm. columnist for the New York Times, once observed that cats and dogs are, in fact, the same species. That dogs, with their slobbering lack of self-control, are the guys... And cats, with their aloof dignity, are the girls. (laughs) You know what? Somebody just sent me an email that said something very similar to that. (laughs) That's funny. So, yeah, I know. funny. (laughs) I love the the personality quirks of pets and how they take on those of their owners, right? Yeah, no, that's true, too. I I don't have either a cat or a dog. I love them both. And... uh, if I ever do make it to my retirement and my dotage, I will probably have one of each because I do love them. I know they're so much fun. Uh, let's talk about some political stuff this morning. Busy day suddenly, it seems like, with the B.C. Liberal leadership race. Yeah, the Liberals are into a really long leadership race here. And they're talking about having a vote in February of next year, which is like so far down the road. Where will we be? But, yeah, the they race got very, very busy yesterday. Kevin Falcon, uh, former cabinet minister, had scheduled a an official launch on Facebook last evening, which he went ahead with. And uh, Michael Lee, who's been an MLA, was a, le- a candidate for leadership the last time, jumped in and announced that he was pretty much ready as well. So suddenly the field got very quickly filled up. And how did the Kevin Falcon launch go? Well, I watched it. I, I mean, I thought it was was fairly good, although, you know, uh, you, you do a launch on Facebook, you really notice the guy's reading from a speech, right? And so you go, well, I guess you couldn't afford a teleprompter just yet. Uh, his family, uh, daughter's uh, standing beside him with his wife, so, you know, they're kind of props, but you do need to convey that. Um a fairly strong launch. Uh, one thing, uh, they ran a little video, too, and one of the very early messages Falcon is sending out is that the Liberal Party has got to be uh, zero tolerance for intolerance and open to diversity. They've got a lot of ground to make up there, and I was struck one little visual in the video. I don't know if you noticed it or watched it, but uh, Kevin Falcon walking on a rainbow crosswalk. So you may remember that in the last election, there was a liberal candidate who didn't have much tolerance on that issue. So, you know, he recognizes the party needs a root and branch rebuilding job. And he, I think he's right about that. Whether he can pull it off is another matter. Right. And he and he's talking about changing the name. And like they've grumbled about this over <laughs> the years, but this time he kind of put it right out there. Yeah. No, he says he wants to change the party name, which, you know, I mean, there's a couple of things about it. There's there's the old NDP joke that they're putting the party into witness protection. But this is something liberals have been talking about really since they re-entered the political arena almost 30 years ago was a major factor. It You usually hear it from provincial liberals who are federal conservatives, and Falcon's one of those. Others have talked about it in the past. What usually happens in the past, or has certainly happened two or three times in the past, Simi, is the party has a commission to discuss it. They go, <clears throat> well, first of all, uh, what would we call it, right? Social credit, there's an idea, uh, an old political joke, <laughs> right. too. But, you know, the problem is, is that if you if you dropped the liberal name in B.C. politics, and it's a recognizable brand, B.C. liberal, um, 
what's to stop somebody else from starting up a party called the BC Liberals? So, you know, you, you can retire the name, but you can't keep from other parties with similar names, uh, BC Conservatives, BC Liberals, BC Party, being active provincially. So I don't know. They, in the past, the party has gone, ah, changing the name is going to cause more trouble than it's worth. Maybe this time the Liberals were beaten back so far in the last election that they will go, we need a new brand. Uh, that still raises the question of what can you call it, and that's still very much an open question. Right. Okay. That's going to be a big deal for that. And very quickly, you mentioned Michael Lee there too. This is another shot for him. Uh, I'm surprised that he chose to do it right when he knew that the Kevin Falcon stuff was all going to be coming out. Yeah, I guess it was an attempt to just uh, kind of say, hey, I'm out here as well. I know that my colleague Katie DeRosa, the son, contacted his people and they said, well, he's ready, but he's not quite ready. So there's apparently going to be a rollout announcement later this week. I guess he didn't want Falcon to get too far ahead of him. But but really, um, these two candidates and the other two people who've declared and I talked to a liberal yesterday who thinks it'll eventually be a half dozen candidates in the race. They've got plenty of time. Uh, it's funny, my colleague Katie DeRosa, Simi, interviewed um, Falcon, and she said, you know, she still had some questions, but they cut her off after 30 minutes, and I thought... You people are going to be so desperate for media (laughs) attention in a few days that why the hell are you cutting anybody off who's still got questions? Falcon's on with our our friend Mike Smith this morning, right, on NW, so it'll be interesting to see how far Mike gets in the interview. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'll definitely be listening to that. Uh, Very quickly, Vaughn, we have to talk about the um, briefing yesterday. Your thoughts? Uh, I was encouraged by Dr. Bonnie Henry's briefing yesterday. As you know, I'm the pandemic pessimist, and I thought her glass half uh, empty messaging on the coming long weekend was just what British Columbians needed to hear. She says, don't assume that the restrictions are all coming off as soon as we get through the long weekend, which is a bit different from the message our overly optimistic premier has been sending. So I think she's cautioning us that uh, it's not over yet. We need to stay focused. We need to stay disciplined. The other thing really interesting, Simi, she got asked about a fourth wave and she said, yes, you know, that's, we don't know for sure, but we could be back fourth wave in the fall. Right. And they're also talking about vaccinating the 12 to 18 year olds. Yeah. So we're getting a rollout uh, on that plan later in the week. Dr. Henry rejected the idea that, uh, you know, Canada should not vaccinate 12 to 18 year olds and instead divert its vaccine supplies to the third world. She says we need all of that uh, to get ourselves fully vaccinated and community immunity. She said we're still falling short of that. Very encouraged at the over vaccination rate among people over the age of 50, still concerned that young people will get vaccinated, says that the thing she finds most encouraging talking to young people is they want their lives back. Mm -hmm. And of course, the message to them is, yeah, get vaccinated, even if you don't think it's necessary for you, it's necessary for your family and friends. So true. And make sure you register. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.